Let me tell you why you're here. What can I do for you? Well, I'm looking for a white rabbit. So, um, white rabbit. This movement is growing. We have an army of digital soldiers. Digital soldiers with irregular warfare at its finest. Digital soldiers. That story will continue to be told here. Welcome, fellow troopers, to another episode of White Rabbit. We have what we call citizen journalists. Digital soldiers. Welcome, fellow truthers, to another episode of White Rabbit. I am your host, Catalyst Jones. Tonight, we may or we may not have a sidekick. Who knows? Texas QD could pop in. I don't know. But we do have the sergeant himself from Sergeant and Samurai. Actually, I'm the samurai. Oh, my gosh. I just fucked that up. Uh, I I feel like Sam Tripley now. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's all right. No, because it was Steve's the sergeant. I'm the samurai. Um, It's my first time talking to either one of you guys. I know you'd never see us face to face. So it's all good. I figured I'd hop on tonight and and make the official acquaintance. Um, But uh, yeah, no, I'm the one that owns the MMA schools. And I've been training since I was like five years old. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of how we got our name, too. And Steve was a sergeant in the Army. And uh, me and Steve have known each other since we were, like, kids, um, younger. My best friend and one of his best friends were best friends, and we lived in separate towns. So that's kind of how we met. <laughs> They're nice. actually and, cousins. Yeah, And you guys so. were both truthers, so you were both like, hey, you're, you're the shit, I'm the shit, let's do the shit. Yeah, well, I have my other podcast too, Two Live Fools, that I do with my buddy Drew, and we talk a lot about like training. We do truth in and stuff like that. That's kind of more my end. Drew works in corporate, so he's got to kind of keep it uh, as uh, you know, PG on certain things as possible. But I'm like, you know, I work for myself, so I'm like, fuck it, who's gonna fire me? Me, <laughs> you know? So exactly. But, uh, yeah, we were doing that. And then Steve wanted to hop on and we had Steve as a guest one time. And, uh, you know, he's like, oh, I really want to do the podcast stuff. And I'm like, let's start another one. And that's all she wrote. <laughs> and another one. Yep. And another one. That's funny, dude. So uh, my dog's name is Katana. Nice. After- yes. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I've, been training- long- I've been training since I was like five. I started in uh Shore and Rue Shore and Con, I got, you know, black belt in that. And then I got a black belt in weapons with that. And then I got into American kickboxing and I have a black belt in that. And then I'm a Hensel Gracie black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu too. So that's fucking awesome, brother. So yeah. hand to hand combat, you don't want to mess with you. Uh listen, there's always somebody bigger and better. I just gotta make sure I'm better than you on that day. If you and James from We the People Radio step in the octagon together, who do you think mm-hmm. would take it? I would fuck him up. Because <laughs> I have fucked him up and he'll tell you I'll fuck him up. <laughs> <laughs> James was a wrestler and he's like blue belt level, like I'm, I'm a third degree black belt. So <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's yeah. And I got hands. I've been training hands longer than I've been been on the ground. So James knows Nick Nick. Uh I've actually known Nick the longest from We the People Radio. Nick used to train with me years ago, and then I had a clothing line and he had Buddha Sport Radio. And we used to do a lot of collabs together. And then actually my first podcast I ever did in 2006 was me, Nick and James on an internet radio station. Oh, I forget where we were. We were right on like Patterson, New Jersey, like on the border. It's like North Haleden, Totoway area. There was like this, like it was pretty much like the prequel 
to podcasting, it was it was internet radio. And I'm like, nobody's gonna fucking listen to this. Like, wh- what station is this? And like we were laughing. I think James had a cape on and like underwear, and we were drinking, hanging <laughs> out. It was, it was yeah, it was wild because because uh his other co-host, Nick, I know like you know, you hear him on the show and stuff, and they call him the resident normie, but Nick is a fucking wild man, a wild man. So oh, no. I hear him all the time. He's like, Hey, we should just kill these people. Like, he's a wild man so but yeah no me and nick trained together he used to train at my school um we used to do privates and stuff like that and we used to hang out and go out and you know do collabs with the clothing line and stuff so that's how we kind of you know i've known nick the longest and then i met james through nick and then you know me and james when you know everything you know me and james you know knew each other online and stuff like that and had a couple acquaintances meeting but like when everything really started popping off and i i saw him posting some stuff and you know, it was stuff that I, you know, had some knowledge on. And then all of a sudden we started texting and, you know, he started his podcast literally right around the same time that I started the two live fools podcast. And uh, me and James started going back and forth. And all of a sudden we're like, holy shit, we knew a lot of the same shit. And then, you know, he's he's one of my uh you know, vast network of people that is growing you guys. Like we got our, our whole little network of people that we know and we share information, you, them, steak, um, great divide, orange man, pilsners, you know, all those guys, we're all going back and forth all day. I think it's pretty rad that we got a, we, we got a real good community of people. Yeah. We have an awesome community, man. I love it. And we're always bouncing ideas off of each other. And uh, I love that we started this little group chat that we got now. And, and it's fucking awesome. The fact that all of us are just nobodies that people shouldn't even listen to. We have all these people listening to us and it's, and it's fucking awesome, man. It's 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 pretty rad. I mean, like, think about it. i mean james has a big following i mean we're we're still small me and steve we're you know we're just starting out i think we just did like our 65th episode friday well, congratulations brother yeah yeah we just did that on uh, no wednesday actually and then me james um steve and alan did like a three-hour banger on the great divide last night we just were wild manning it up it was a good time um but yeah, yeah I mean, i'm actually like making the i'm actually making the flyer for that episode Oh, are you? Nice. I know you do a nice, I know you did like all the, you did all, uh, we, the people's merch and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. I'm the guy behind the scenes. It's all about collabing, man. I'm the guy behind the scenes. A lot of people don't realize when you see a lot of these Patriot things, it's like, that's my, that's my graphics that you're looking at. And I I don't take credit for it usually. So, you know, uh, we, the people radio, We the people radio is the James is pretty awesome about letting people know that I'm the one that did that. But there's a lot of other groups out there that I do uh, graphics for. And uh, I think it's pretty awesome that that my shit's getting out there, whether my name is getting out there. That's not the important thing. The the important thing is the message that's behind it. So 100 percent. And I think I think that's I think that's in a weird spot because I know you were in the music industry, right, for a little bit. Yeah, unfortunately. Okay, so, but, like, it's so cutthroat in that industry, right? And then even my industry, believe it or not, like, the martial arts, especially where I'm at, like, having a gym and, you know, students going from gym to gym and, like, all this other stuff. And I'm from Jersey, so everything is, like, cutthroat because there's a thousand of us in a square mile, you know? Like, so it, it it's... 
it's nice to be in this community where like there's space for everybody. So nobody's really like butthurt or threatened too much. I mean, you're always going to have your egomaniacs that like, Oh, well your show got a little bit more time than us. But like, for the most part, our group, like nobody's like that. We're always just trying to like, if one of us is down, reach down, pull the other one up to the level and then we're climbing. And then if you jump to the next level, you better reach down and grab me. And you know, it's just, just that ladder game, you know? Yeah, man. I'm so grateful to be a part of this community, honestly, because I feel like I've been screaming on a mountaintop for so long and nobody's been listening to me. It's just been all by yourself. That right? crazy <laughs> conspiracy motherfuckers just out there yelling and yelling. And then I found this community and I'm like, I'm not alone. No, nope. uh, people actually feel the same way that I do. And we can band together and actually make something happen here. And the wild thing, man, is like how knowledgeable like people like, you know, I, I don't want to say myself, but like I'm pretty knowledgeable about a very vast variety of topics where like, you know, Alan might be more on the political spectrum of like really like in the polit- politics end and the and the bills and stuff. And, and I'm in that, too. But like then I can go to like James's side where we're like, all right, we're talking about the Bilderberg group. We're talking about this like you do. Right. And then you got the guys from stake that do this. And then you got the guys from orange man bad that have another little bit take but like we all have so much like i say it all the time the one thing you know not dick ride james or anything but the one thing he's really good at (laughs) is and i've said this before on my on my show as well um on mine and steve's show is like i know everything james says but he can timeline it like like it's almost like chapter by chapter Oh, that fool has like the best memory. So like, you're right. I know for how high he is all the time. I'm like, how the <laughs> fuck do you remember anything? It's, it's so, so true, true. though. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. No, because I'm the biggest conspiracy. That I, I named the show White Rabbit because I didn't just want to strictly uh, stick on politics. However, politics has been the biggest rabbit hole that's happening right now. And it's the well, most it's all important. connected. It, it is all connected, right? And so, like, I can talk about anything from, like, adrenochrome to uh, flat earth to alternative timelines. and Oh, yeah. Like I that. had flat earth Dave on my other podcast, on my Two Live Fools podcast. That's awesome. I'm trying to get him on White Rabbit. Um, oh, he's wild, man. Like, he's got some. And, and, and it's funny because I don't know if you've listened to him lately. I think I listened to him a little bit on uh, Two Do Men. I think he was on, right? Yeah. Okay, so I listened to him, and it's funny because he's, you know, he's in the flat earth community and so on and so forth. But like you can see, he's starting to make a change too, where he's starting to connect everything back to black, you know, like, like, you know, Saturnalia, you know, like all that stuff that like we go down the rabbit holes with, right? All that stuff he's tying back to the flat earth. And like, dude, that's one stretch where like, okay, like, you know, they put you in the crazy person box if you think the earth is flat and everything else. Like, I mean, guilty as charged. I'm like, stay at the fucking earth. That's a little bit of a stretch. I mean, I believe in some wild shit. So like, but like flat earth, I'm like, "Uh, I don't know if I can do that. But the more and more you research it, the more and more he says certain things, like I'm very open-minded to certain things. So I'm like, could we have a point there? (laughs) You know? ODD TV. I don't know if you know who that is. He had a really big YouTube account for a while. And then um, okay. they blasted him on, on YouTube. You can still find some of his videos on YouTube, but now he's on uh, Rockfin. Okay. Uh, and he actually just started his own uh, podcast very recently. Uh, he's going to be coming on the show pretty soon. Hopefully fingers crossed. But um, I remember working about, Four years ago, I was working and I uh, worked at a company and we built doors. Okay. 
And the only thing that kept me through it is the guy that was working next to me was also a conspiracy theorist. And we would just talk about all kinds of crazy shit. And one day he was like, do you hear about the new one? And I'm like, what? He was like, people think the world is flat. And I was like, oh my God, dude, they're going to discredit us in any way possible. That is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard in my entire life. I'm like, yep. I have pictures of the earth. Like, how could people possibly think this is true? And then I didn't give it any, any fucking attention at all for so I've long. Same with me. And then one day I listened to ODD TV and I heard, I heard a song he did because he also does music and I heard a song yeah. he did. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go and I'm going to dig into this real quick. I'm going to take about 20 minutes and I'm going to make this fool look stupid as hell. And uh, it's been four or five years. I was just going to say, right? not been able to make him look stupid as hell. Like I, I watched some of his videos and then I started watching some of Eric Dubay's videos. And if we yep. want to go really deep, like dinosaurs didn't even exist. Videos. I know. And I'm Dude, just like, what the fuck? fuck. I know. I know. And then everybody's like, well, where are they pulling these fossils from? Right. And you're like, oh. All right. But then, you know, you can go into giants. They've been the Smithsonian has been hiding the giant bodies they found for years. Yeah. And And it's pretty wild because then I'm like, all right. So we might get a little bit off topic, but it kind of goes into this. But like one thing about. okay, so one thing about Flat Earth, right, is up until about 100 something years ago, everybody thought the earth was flat and they were teaching it in textbooks in school. Like there's still a lady who's like 100 and something years old. And she's like, I remember when I was growing up, they taught me the earth was flat. Then the other thing, not even that long ago, because I just had deplorable Janet on my podcast, not that long ago. And she's not much older than we are. And they were teaching her in her private school that the earth was flat. That's wild. Because then the other thing too, is like all pilots, they, when still to this day, when they navigate, they tell you to treat the earth as if it is flat. Why, why would you do that? If the earth is round? I know. Wouldn't you, you would figure that you would like, you know, there's some mathematical equations that, you know, account for the curvature and all that other stuff. Right. Right. So then I'm like, so there's that stuff, but a little off topic, but so one of my students, he's actually, he, he works for the military. Um, He's a chemist and, and the military based by me, they make all the bombs. Okay. So like my house is not far from it and they'll be like, we're blasting today. And your house will be like, right. So he very smart guy. So him and a group of scientists, what they did was, is they recreated the sun because their theory is, is the sun isn't gas, it's electricity. And they did it on a small scale model. And they literally recreated the sun on a small scale model with electricity. Right. bro. Okay. I need to know more about this. Yeah, it's a whole project. I'll try to I'll try to ask him what it is because it's like him, a Canadian scientist, another scientist from the Netherlands, and like they get together every couple months and they go to a lab and they like work on it because it's like their pet project. But they're actually starting to get like serious funding where they're getting a couple million dollars to like start putting into this. Oh, nice. So and he's cool because he's like on the same page with us. Like you know, his truck has info wars on it. It's like whatever, and <laughs> and it's funny because they're uh, but they're very religious. So this was a discussion. His wife, his three daughters train with me. He trains with me. I've known him for years. Great guy. He so I asked him getting into dinosaurs. Right, I'm like, 
well, you know, you're very religious. Your wife's father is, you know, a pastor and you guys are, you know, very like that. I'm like, you know, they say the earth was created 6,000 years ago. Like you as a chemist and a scientist and a dude that's trying to recreate God's work in the sun. How do you, how do you justify that? Like we're finding civil civilizations that are 40,000 years old, 50,000 years old, a hundred thousand years old dinosaurs. I'm like, and he had a good point. He goes, well, one's faith, but two, he goes, science. I, I go, how can you be objective, like being a scientist and have your faith? Because don't they contradict sometimes? And he even said to me, he goes, the carbon dating they do isn't necessarily taken from the bone. It is taken from the material around the bone. So the right. bone is really not carbon dated. It's the material around. And like he's, he said, he's like, the world could could have been created billions of years ago by God, but he put the people on this many years ago. I was like, Oh, that's a, that's a good take or a decent take to at least look at it and try to try to play in both realms, you know? Yeah, dude, definitely. And, and, um, another thing about carbon dating is, is it's already been proven to be, um, not very accurate to begin with. So, yeah, that's what he said. So, so, you know, you, you have layers of dirt or layers of, build up over the years and that's how they carbon date things and that's not very accurate like you can cut a tree down and you can see the rings and that's pretty accurate right yeah because you know it takes this many years to compress to this to compress to that like that's pretty provable but like you said too like the sediment can stack right and you look into the mountains and you see the different layers and they'll be like oh that was sixty thousand years ago that was 70 years thousand years ago what happened if something came through and just wiped it off the map what if there was a mud flood or what if there was uh, some sort of uh, natural disaster that fucked everything up right there? Right. And then, and mud floods is another huge conspiracy thing that we can get into um, because where do you think all these um, buildings came from that we, we just wake up to basically like if you look in San Francisco and we have all these buildings and not just San Francisco, there's buildings all over the world where it looks like they should be going down a lot deeper. You have windows that are like, yeah, half, I've heard about this. So halfway on the sidewalk and you're like, why would you put a window halfway up, halfway down with nothing there? You know, and I think there's uh, a lot of that in the Midwest, too. I think they were talking about like Kansas and a couple other things like you'll see the old like like uh, county building, but like it has those half windows in the ground. And then people will be like, well, there's a fucking basement. Right. But I think the theory they're saying on top of it is they're building on t top of old architecture and old structures. So we don't know it's there. Right. And another thing is, is like, look at the look at the architecture in these buildings. Right. And they're saying that, like. They're saying that we can't even build these things today with the technology that we have. And you're expecting me to believe that these people did this without any sort of power tools whatsoever. And everything is so precise. And you're telling me that either, either there was a, there was a group of people before us that were mm. so far ahead of us and so advanced and they got wiped out or we just did this with like sticks and stones 
So, all right, let's get into this a little bit. So with, with that technology, cause I always think about this, like you think like, oh, the pyramids and like the seven one, then how it was like so precise. And, you know, they'll be like, oh, they did that with like, you know, water and something else. And they had this like little stick and they were just so precise with it. And they have this string and they were cutting fucking granite in half with the string and like quarrying and all that other stuff. Welcome to White Rabbit, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, exactly. Right. So do you think that there is there was a civilization before us? Do you think do you think that there was possibly extra? uh, I always fuck it up. Aliens, let's just say I can't say the word. I start stuttering shit. So extraterrestrials. Yep. Close enough. Okay. so (laughs) extraterrestrials. There you go. There you go. I can't say specific either. That's a no, I don't know. I don't think that. But go ahead. But okay, that and then if you want to get real weird, because a lot of times that civilization, they say, went underground and that goes into the reptilians. Okay. And and that's, that's a great theory. That's something to dive down into. And that's another thing that like, we'll never prove. Right. Um, There's been some wild fucking videos of like people doing the, the, the weird, like reptilian eye, like, which can all be CGI'd. uh, Well, you know what? That doesn't mean that there isn't different species on this planet while we're living here, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they came from a different, different planet. That means they could have been here. They could well, have been and that's here. the other thing. If you go into the flat earth theory, they're saying like, okay, we're in a bowl and our club runs around. They want us to think that we have limited supplies. The earth is so big and it's only so big and everything else, because that's what, I, you know, one of the questions I asked flat earth Dave, like, okay, if we're flat, is there space? Is there this? And he's like, no, we're in like this fear. He's like, nobody really knows what's up there, but like there could be, it's almost like a game of Thrones, like the ice wall. They don't think there's anything on the other side. And then all of a sudden they realize that there's old civilizations. There's more resources. There's wood, there's this, there's that. Well, that's what I think that there is because, you know, you have Admiral General Admiral Byrd back in the 50s. I believe it was the 50s. He came on TV and he was he was talking about his discoveries and, and stuff like that. And he was like, I think it's very interesting that there is continents and masses bigger than the United States that have yet to be explored. However, we're not shown that. So, you know, and and another theory is that the moon is a projection of a map of the United or not of the United States, but of the world, it's just backwards. And if you look at all the imprints on the moon, which they call craters or whatever, if you look at that Mm -hmm. and you, and you reverse it, it's actually all the continents on the world just in reverse. So, but there's more. So that means that there's more outside. So why is there an Antarctic treaty? Because they don't want us to know what's past and beyond, right? You go back to, you yeah. go back that to- That goes uh, into the, hollow earth theory. That goes into all well, that I shit don't believe, too. I don't believe in hollow earth, but like you go back to like Jim Carrey's, um, uh, the movie, what, what's the name of the movie where he is being watched all the time? True uh, Show. Truman show right and they're yeah. like oh he's like I want to be a great explorer well you're too late everything's already been discovered nope everything has not been discovered even with what we know we have 
a human hasn't stepped on every parcel of land in the the known world that we have, right? Because you got to think of like Siberia or like up in those mountains where nobody's touched, like there's never been a human foot on them. Like that's what everybody says too, is like, oh, there's so many people. There's so many people. Like there's so many people in certain areas, but there's so much land that is un- untapped untapped some people say it's uninhabitable because it is cold nobody wants to live up there but i mean like even with us in the united states let's take for an instance like people are all on the coast but you start going to middle america like there's people like every ten thousand miles or you know whatever every couple hundred miles and there's so much land out there you go to like wyoming montana everything else like there's so much land so with that being said do you think that you know, it's always a big thing like, oh, we're overcrowded, we're overpopulated. Do you think that that's a legit thing? Are we overcrowded or are we overpopulated? Or is it just that they bunch us up into these cities to make us think that we're overcrowded and overpopulated? Because I've driven a long time and I've noticed that there is a lot of land in the United States alone that has no people. So I live in the one of the most, I think, actually the most densely populated state in the union, New Jersey. So where I live, when you start going towards the city, there's a lot of fucking people. There's a lot of people. Our highways are slammed. Like I've been to L.A. and like I know L.A. traffic's terrible. I've been out there a bunch of times. Um, but like Jersey, New York traffic is insane. There's so many people and, the, and, the, but at the same time, the roadways aren't built for that many people, you know, like where you go to LA and there's 10 lanes, the same expressway in New Jersey's four. And you're trying to fit that many people going through that artery as well. So it's almost like a choke point. Right. And it oh, comes dude, down to, two. I lived, I lived in LA for a while and never again, man, that no, was it's ridiculous. terrible. But so, um, I think because I've also heard a good theory and and it kind of went with like the voter rolls and everything else where, you know, they're not taking the dead people off the voter rolls and there's people on there that like almost like they want us to think that there's 350 million people in the U.S., but there's really only like 125 million people. So they want us to think that we're over consuming. They want us to think that we're using all the natural resources. They want to think they want us to think that they're, you know, we're running out of time because there's just more and more people, more and more people. But the craziest thing is, is yes, people are living longer. We know that through medical medicine and whatnot. But at the same time, you know, and they say it's because the infant death toll, you know, isn't as high anymore because we have better technology, but people aren't having kids as much. True. The the people that are out there, they're trying to euthanize right now. Oh, that's very true right now. You know, and if you look into like the Georgia Guidestones and, you know, you go down that road and everything else, they want the population at a certain number. Right. The Georgia Guidestones. So, what's that? You don't know about the Georgia Guidestones? so but you know like that's the plan that they want and they want to follow you know it's crazy as so many people don't know about the georgia guidestones now i would think i was on alan's show and i said something he's like what the fuck you know what the fuck was that right so like (laughs) the fuck are you talking about (laughs) exactly and then and then i'm like look it up and he's like i'm like oh we'll do it after the show he's like "Uh oh i need to know about this now and then he's like holy shit it is a real thing and i'm like dude like They put it on Discovery Channel. I think that's the first time I learned about it was like on History (laughs) or Discovery Channel. And everybody's like, oh, you know, it was probably on Ancient Aliens or some shit, you know. Um, 
but they don't know who put them there. They don't know who wrote them. There's supposed to be a time capsule underneath one of them that you're supposed to open at a certain time, blah, blah, blah. But and people keep defacing them and somebody's paying for that to keep getting fixed too. So who, who paid for this to be there in the first place and who is keeping, who's paying for the upkeep? That's what I want to know. Oh, <laughs> I know. I do want to know, and I don't want to know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're right. So I don't want you, them to know me. <laughs> you, do, <laughs> you, know? you do want to know, and you don't want to know. And and um, I think that might tie into one of the things that I wanted to talk about is mm-hmm. the um, jizz on your face, Maxwell. I know. I know. Uh, thing that's going on right now, and there there's a theory going around that she's not even arrested, mm-hmm. and and that uh, this is just a movie. And Q always said, we're watching a movie right now. We're mm-hmm. watching three movies take place at the same time. And that almost makes sense. Like, do you think that there's even a trial going on? Because we haven't even seen a fucking mugshot. So I know we talked about this at some length yesterday. So a couple of things walk away from it. I think it's crazy that in 2021, Right. And and I'll go over like everything we kind of covered a little bit, too, because we we're like, you know, trying to shoot holes in each other's. So we're throwing shit at the wall, seeing what sticks. Right? Oh, well, shit. I didn't know you guys talked about this last night. That no, no, no. It's because everybody well, dude, listens this to is those the news, shows. But this to is the, the news. Too. You know what I'm saying? So like this is but this is how you got to think about it. It's one of the biggest cases ever. It, it should be the biggest case ever. It should be it bigger is, than. But there, it, it should be bigger than OJ, but it's not. Because they don't want you to look. I said this on my show. I was like, dude, it's a nuclear bomb, and they're trying to make it a little controlled napalm explosion. That's what they're trying to do. Defense right now. But, I mean, we were talking about, like, in federal trials, right? You're not allowed to have, um, you know, cameras in there. And, and Alan was saying it was like old school reporting. If they do allow media, they're in a box. They don't have their cell phones. And it's got to be like, you know, write down shorthand, go to the pay phone and be like, hey, you know, uh, CBS, this is what's going on in the transcripts. OK, cool. And then they go back and they do it. Right. But the wild thing is in 2021, we're still looking at sketches of a courtroom instead of like video, like we have 4k on our phones, right? <laughs> you right. know, like we have and, 4k at, at our fingertips. I know. Why and the fuck haven't we seen even just a picture? And I'm sorry, like, you know, like, okay, maybe they're not allowing people to bring in their cell phones. Maybe they're not allowing people to take pictures, but when is the last time that there's ever been any big case where we haven't even seen a mugshot? Can I get a mugshot, please? So this is what was my thing too. I'm like, all right, well, what about John Gotti? Those were all federal cases. Right. Right. So you would we see got- you would see the sketches of him when he was in court because nobody was allowed in there. But you would see him walked in. You would see him bust in. You would hear him talk. You got a mug shot. You got this. He'd be talking to fucking 2020. This, this and that. Right. So Alan's thing was like, OK, she's so high profile, like they probably bring her in underneath the jail because they have the ability to like the the, the hells of a courthouse. Like you can go underneath the jail. There's spe- separate holding tanks. It's like a labyrinth. It's like a maze down there. You know, even, oh, bless even Alan's in- heart. He's looking for <laughs> he's looking for every excuse possible. Well, but we're just trying to say like, OK, and, you know, and even James is like, all right, that's a good point. You know, maybe they're trying to protect her so she doesn't get dead like like her uh, like her boyfriend. Right. 
But right. at the same time, I mean, there's so many things like Comey's Comey's daughter's the head prosecutor. Yeah, that makes fucking sense. Okay, then then you have the the judge who's been blocking everything. The Obama appointed judge Biden just moved into the appeals court above it, and she's starting to grant things to her. And it's like all right, people don't realize that that judge was appointed by the Obama administration, and then Biden moved her to that position like a couple months ago. You don't think so, that's done by design? Uh, that's absolutely done by design. However, it, is there even a case going right now? Well, you know, there's something saying like, you know, and James brings it back to like your theory, right? Like, like we're watching a movie and whatnot. Right. And saying like this already happened. They're putting this on display for the public to like ease them into what's going to be coming down the pipeline and how it is. Cause you can't just be like, rip the mask off and be like, Oh, I'm Satan. And this is what we do. And Everybody from from everybody that you love, from, you know, uh, your favorite actor to your favorite musician, they're all in on the gig like jig is up, you know, like that would terrify most normal people. Us, we don't give a fuck because we know. Right. But yeah, your your regular neighbor next door would have a fucking nervous breakdown and shoot themselves in the face. Maybe, maybe, but. Listen, if one thing the, the pandemic has proved, it's how weak minded people are. Oh, my gosh. You are. So, so that's because you I know what I'm saying. So, so like there's a lot of people around me. And once this pandemic hit, I'm like, oh, as soon as they introduce concentration camps, I need to watch out for you. 100 percent. I said the biggest thing was like, I know who would who would have ratted on you hiding Anne Frank in your closet or your or your yeah. attic. I yeah. know who it is. Family members. And like, it's 98% of people around me, and it yeah, sucks. I know, because they're fucking cowards. Listen, nobody wants to go to jail. Nobody wants, but, like, this is this is one thing that has to be set up a certain way. Because if we don't fight for this, like, we're going to look like Australia. We would look like Australia already if we didn't have guns. Man, you know what's fucked up, dude, is, is one of my co-hosts is from Australia, and mm-hmm. she's shitting her pants right now because do you see what's going on out there right dude, now? Dude, I They're, saw a video military, today of a, of a lady did a Facebook post, and they came to her house. She was pregnant, and they said that she was inciting violence through her Facebook post and locked her up in front of her kid, her husband, and she was on her way to an ultrasound, and they took her to jail. Man, I, I you know what? I'm scared. I'm scared too because like this this girl is on my podcast. You know what? It all it takes is for one person to listen to the podcast and be like, "Oh, we got to take her away." Yeah, well, but you know what? It's scary and scary for her, but at the same time she wouldn't she knows the risk and I mean the risk shouldn't even be there and it's crazy that we're even speaking about this because like freedom of speech it shouldn't be and we're not speaking anything wild or inciting anything we're we're just speaking truths where just be I say this to people all the time just cuz you don't like the fucking answer I'm giving you doesn't mean it's not true yeah doesn't you, you just because you don't like the words that are coming out of my mouth doesn't mean you can't ex- like if it's facts and it's true. And then everybody, oh, what's your fact? Even if, it, even if it's not true, right? You should be able to be able to speak about those things because that's how you feel. That's your truth, right? It is. And at the same time, even if you do speak on those things and you are wrong, like uh, I know me, I, I don't know about you, but like if I am wrong and somebody can prove me wrong, well, then I learned the facts so then i actually got more intelligent and now i know 
that isn't there. I grew as a human being and I'm able to, to, to find other truths or link off or check it off the list. Like, okay, I was wrong. Let's not go down that route. Why don't we go this way? It's almost like a detective, like working a case. They not every lead they find is, is, is the honeypot is, is, is the, is the, is, you know, the gold at the end of the rainbow. Right. Right. They've gone huh. to dead walls. There's guys who have cold cases for 30 years. And then all of a sudden one person says something to somebody. And then all of a sudden, boom, it opens up. And once you get on that right path, every sign tells you where you got to go. Yep. You know, and, and, and that's where we are right now. And we're doing the best we can with what's putting out there with them suppressing so much information and Google, you know, suppressing information. And then you got to go fact- on DuckDuckGo. And then you got to go on this one to be able to find like you could go on DuckDuckGo, which is like still obviously suppressed, but like they're showing you different stuff than Google. You 100%. can find different articles and you can find more stuff on there. The fact that they are suppressing anything at all should, should tell, tell you, you everything something. you need to know. Mm-hmm. I say it's, about the jabby jab all the time. Like the fact that they're trying not to let the information out till 2076 should tell you everything you need to know right there. So I have a theory and I kind of wanted to get your take on this. Okay. So with, with the footage coming out, footage coming <laughs> out of the foot disappearing at the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. Okay. Why would they do that? And then that just makes me feel like maybe this was to, to give us Patriots a win because they know they're going to fuck us in the ass mm-hmm. when it comes to this Maxwell trial. So it's like, we'll give them this one, but we're going to fuck them on this one. All right. <laughs> this is a deeper one. So with the Rittenhouse case, I was, you know, I, a lot of people were involved in like, like uh, what's the word you're looking for? Like emotionally involved in it and everything else. I, I wasn't I that much. I certainly was. And, and, and for right. So like, like me and Steve, my, my other, you know, my other co-host of, uh, of, of uh, our other podcast, we were talking about it a lot and, you know, we were shooting stuff and it wasn't the mainstream and it was, and I felt like, you know, what that ploy was for me, like, yeah, obviously I was like, okay, if, they, if we're just looking at this and this kid isn't a psyop and everything else, it was, it was cut and dry self-defense. Right. And, you know, people are trying to make it this and they're trying to make him a white supremacist. And, and we all know he's the worst white supremacist because he's shot three white guys defending two Indians, freaking car dealership. But that racist you know, motherfucker. I know that son of a bitch. Right. And, and um, but with him, like I wasn't as emotionally invested because, um, you know, I think they tried to make an attack on two A by saying, like, you can't even defend yourself with a gun anymore. And they were trying to make an attack on 2A. I feel like they failed on that. But at the same time, there was a lot of light shed on this. And then if you notice, when Rittenhouse got out and he got done and he went to talk uh Cucker, I posted something today. I don't know if you saw it. All the Did emails you say Cucker? Yeah, Cucker. Um, <laughs> so I don't know if you saw today, too. I posted on my account that uh, the emails between him and Hunter Biden, him and Hunter Biden were like buddies. And uh, that was years emails. and years ago before uh, before Joe Biden was even running for president. It was yeah. after it was after the fact that Joe Biden was vice president, but it was before the fact that he was even running for president for president. Yeah. So I, they, I seen the, I seen those a long time ago. But yeah. So they have a you know, they but that just shows the connection. Uh, you know, the, the guy who's supposed to be leading the Fox and the Patriot and all that stuff. He's boys 
with Hunter Biden. Great movie we're watching, right? I know. It's insane, right? So with the Rittenhouse case, when he went on, and if you notice, he started attacking Lynn Wood a lot, right? Yeah. What's up with that? So now there's all this infighting between Lynn Wood, Patrick Burns, Sandy Powell, Michael Flynn. And that's another big one is they're calling Michael Flynn the psyop. Okay. That's all bad. That's all bad. <laughs> Everybody listening to this right now, if you haven't already, go listen to Alan Jacoby's The Great Divide podcast where he just had uh, Roger Stone on. And mm-hmm. Roger Stone was talking about his personal connection with Michael Flynn and saying how he is one of the most amazing patriots and God-fearing believers there is. And everything they're saying about Michael Flynn right now is absolute fucking garbage. They've been hearing this too, right? As and, far as Lynn Wood goes, mm-hmm. I don't know because that fool has been off off the hook ever since the January 6th thing happened. He's been saying a lot of crazy things. I love everything that he's saying. Mm-hmm. However, I don't know if there's any validity in anything. I don't know if there's any substance in a lot of the things that he's been saying. And he might be somebody that's placed in our movement just to... Uh, was infighting. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, because I mean, you can shoot this any so many ways. I mean, nobody wants to believe, especially Flynn, like, you know, the man is is a part of it. But you got to think he's been part of the military industrial complex for a very long time. You know, he worked for Clinton. He worked for Obama. He was in all Democratic administrations. Right. And then if you're looking at a PSYOP, right, like. He Obama goes to Trump. This is the only guy you can't trust. And Trump's like, well, fuck you. I'm going to trust them. Then that would right, be what a job. Are we plan. giving what job are we going to give? Flint? But how beautiful of a plan would that be? And he's an intelligence officer. You know, he he literally, like I said, he worked for, you know, uh, Do you think Obama was smart enough to be like, yo, don't trust this guy. I don't know if Obama is smart enough, but the people that handle Obama are obviously smart enough because they've been winning their game for a very long time. Ah, you make a good point. You know what I'm saying? Because Obama is just a pawn. Obama, I I just, I just don't don't control shit like people think he does. I just don't see Flynn being a bad guy. I, I see Flynn being one of the biggest patriots that we've ever had in our country. And I hope and I'm not. Be. And listen, I'm I you know, this is just all speculation and this is us just throwing shit at the wall. Like I'm still a big Flynn fan. Right. But I'm just throwing. I also try to be objective. I try not to let my emotions. Right. So what no, I love it. I love and, it. I, and this is the thing, too, is like and I say it all the time and I catch some flack for it because I say it to my wife, I'm like, you're a woman. You make decisions off of fucking emotions. Look how that goes. Men <laughs> usually make decisions off of logic. Now, I know a lot of men that are fucking they're, they're idiots, too, and they make decisions. But I know as a man, when I make a decision off of my emotions, never ends well. Yeah, absolutely. Never ends never. well. So. As I got older and more mature, you know, I just turned 39. I'm not super old yet, but, you know, like I tried and I've been in business for myself. I've only worked for myself. I was never like go to school and listen to the rules type of person. I always kind of just boom, boom, boom. So I think that's why this whole operation has been easier for me to look at than like your normie. Who's like, I have to go to college and I have to punch a clock and I have to do this and I have to do that. Right. So. That's why I still like I like to look at the theories, troubleshoot it, because it's always like anything else, like military planning. Like you don't want to get backdoored. I want to make sure I got ninjas over here, ninjas over there, ninjas over there. So this way there's no surprise. And if something so comes saying, up, are you saying it's possible 
that Michael Flynn was a plant. Are you saying it's impossible in the world that we live in that that's not a possibility? Not at all, because it is a possibility. That's what I'm saying. That's all I just I'm saying. I just don't want to believe it. No, me neither. I'm with you. I'm on the same side. I don't want to believe it. But like I said earlier, just because you don't like the answer doesn't mean it's true. Or it's not true. Right. You know, so that's like just a listen, heads on a swivel. I'm always but, looking every yeah. direction because listen, who's the people in your life? You ever been fucked by somebody who like was like your best friend and anything else? Oh, 100%. Okay. So that's the same thing. The people you trust the most usually take the most advantage of you. Yeah. Uh, there's somebody in our movement right now who I would love to out, but I think he's a plant and I'm not going to say his name right now because mm-hmm. one of our friends thinks he's awesome and I'm not going to say his name, but <laughs> we'll talk off air. But, uh, but I'm really skeptical of everybody. You know what I mean? I don't want to like, get calling my pants down either, homie. <laughs> so no, true but but i'm skeptical of everybody man like i i um and it sucks you know like I, i'm looking at this the same way you are i'm like is it a possibility yes it's a possibility mm-hmm. however i feel that lynn wood is way more of a possibility of being a plant than than michael flynn and the <sighs> fact that roger stone is on record saying I know. Well, Roger Stone, I don't know him personally, but I mean, at the same time, you know, I haven't followed his career career extensively. He knows the worst of the worst and the best of the best. And he'll call it like he sees it. That's what I like about him. But at the same time, I mean, like that guy, I mean, how, how can you also take his work? I mean, like he worked for Nixon and look what happened with Nixon. He worked for this one. Look what happened with, you know, Bush. Like he's worked for the worst of the worst. True. You know what I'm saying? Like Nixon got caught... What Nixon did is not even a, 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 you know, any, you know, sweat off anybody's back compared to what Obama did. And Nixon had to walk away right at the time because of the time, the climate, the place, whatever. Bush did 9-11 and he worked for that man, you know, so. Wait, I Bush mean, did 9-11? What's that? Bush did 9-11? No, stop it. You wouldn't do <laughs> such things. Which Bush? <laughs> same one that tried Bro, the same one that murked you know JFK. What's crazy is I was trying to keep my mouth shut during Thanksgiving, man. I was trying <laughs> so hard. See, you know what's good for me? I don't know about you, but and 9-11 came up. Oh, and yeah. I well, see my, I my went family off on Bush. Dude, my mom, like my mom, like James will tell you, my mom, he's like, I love your mom. She is fucking savage, right? So my mom and my two aunts. My one aunt that actually lives out in Cali, those two were the ones that like really turned me on to a lot of stuff. Um, but like my family, they're all same thought process. I'm lucky like that. And like deep, like they they got their telegrams, they got their this, they got their that, you know, they got the pages and it's all day. Like I'm in like a group chat with my mom and my two aunts and it's all day. Like doo, 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 doo. They're, they're searching, they're the truth. They're going to the grocery store wearing their pure blood shirts and everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's my mom. My mom thinks I got my pure blood hat up there. I got my sweatshirt upstairs. My wife got one. Yeah. 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 So what is that? Con- uh, cannabis and combat. Justin over yeah, there. I'm actually shout get- out to Justin at cannabis yeah. and combat. Dude. I will That's see a- him this week down in Dallas. That's awesome, brother. I'm hoping to uh, meet him when I go to um, uh, Arizona. Uh, yeah. What? I- Phoenix. I yeah. Phoenix. Phoenix, yeah. Arizona. Yep. Yeah. Great awakening. 
So, yeah, no, I mean, luckily, I mean, it just so happened I ended up in Dallas because we were trying to do Arizona. But uh, I know Nick's co-hosts, they couldn't make it down. And, you know, Nick knows or I mean, uh, James knows I'm a little bit more free with my time with not free with my time. But like I own my own business, but I have different different, you know, set up. So I was like, I'm going to come. And he's like, all right, cool. I'm going to come. I know I want to hit the button. I don't have that button on mine. <laughs> I'll get a cub. So, but uh, yeah, it just worked out like that. So I'm hoping one thing trickles down to another. And then this way me and I, I can get Steve to go to Arizona the following month. So this way we can all get together and have a good old time. That's awesome, man. And I love seeing all of us Patriots get together and, and rise as one because United we stand and divided we fall. And hundred uh, percent. God willing, man, we're all going to find each other. There's so many, there's so many uh, people out there that are speaking the same thing that we are, that we haven't even tapped into yet. And we no, haven't well, that's even a, found. So I know, I know I'm trying, uh, I should be having, did you follow uh, guns blazing? I've heard of him, bro. She, it's a girl, actually. A girl's name is Steph. She's she's really good. She's got a bunch of stuff. She's supposed to be on our show Monday. Um, we're trying to just figure out a time. So I'm hoping we can still get together with her on Monday. Follow her and uh, Red Pill, uh, Red Pill Blonde, not Red Pill Babe, but Red Pill Blonde. She's got some fire shit too. So if you guys get a chance to follow both those accounts, because they keep getting shadow banned, and you know they got to, re- you know how it is, they got to reset accounts, oh, and you know I, they're I'm on, on the- my fourth. I'm on my fourth account now on I- IG. Yeah, exactly. You know how it and, goes. And I'm only at two. I'm I'm only at like two thousand five hundred followers on my new one. But you know what? At least Dude, I, know, I have. I, at least I, I know those okay. followers are actually engaged. Like engaged. those are real followers. Well, I only on my personal because like my per like my business ones like a couple thousand. But uh, my personal, you know, I just started a little while ago, and I was like, and I'm still under a thousand, but I was stalled at like. 400 and then all of a sudden like two days ago i shot up and now i'm almost at like 700 um but like our our podcast page we're getting good listens and everything for the amount we've been shadow banned since like month one of having our account so we just hit almost 500 followers on our um on our instagram account for sergeant and samurai but like we've been shadow banned whoa i thought you were way more than that no dude we only got like 450 or 500 we get decent engagement but we've been shadow banned pretty much like 10 out of 12 months we've had the account and then we started another one but i'm like dude i got a business account i got a personal account i got another podcast account so i'm like there's only so many accounts i can take care of in a day and still be productive as a human being i'm gonna promote you guys and see if we can get you it everybody listen to this please go follow and let's get this guy at least over a thousand like jesus christ oh we appreciate it you know i mean it's listen it's one of those things though like with us we know like we've been shadow banned since day one since day one because like you like people were like oh i followed you and now i'm not following you and i'm like no you're still there and then like it would like unfollow us on like people that i know want to hear our shit you know what i'm saying yeah and you know it's crazy like that every morning i wake up and it's like uh and i look at my phone and it's like so many people started following me so here's another thing you might have more followers than you think because I'll wake up every morning and it's like, I have so many new uh, people that started following my shit. And then I'll go to my page and I'll go to refresh it. And it'll be like one less than what I, <laughs> what I saw yesterday. Well, and that's I'm like, what... yo, 50 people fucking started following me while I was sleeping. And <laughs> now you're telling me I have 
one less than when I went to bed. And the one thing, though, I do say is like, I'll look to see who follows me to see if it's like a bot account or anything. But like, they're not big accounts that are following us, but they're legit accounts because I see like a lot of like, if somebody follows me, they might follow you too. They follow like, we get a lot of steak for breakfast followers because I tag them in like my story a lot. So, you know, they always throw traffic our way, which is, which is good. But, um, you know, I mean, for the most part, though, everybody who's following us is engaging us. So, like, that's what I say to Steve all the time is, like, you see accounts, like, like even you, you got 2,000 followers. James has, you know, 30,000. Uh, Steak for Breakfast has, like, four accounts with, you know, 10,000 or whatever it is, right? I know with Steve, I'm like, I like the organic growth for us. Well, obviously, everybody wants to grow faster because that's just the society we live in. But I'd rather have 500, like, like Spartan 300. Right. I'd rather have 300 fucking gangsters than 10,000 pussies. <laughs> fucking A, brother. Do you know what I'm saying? So, Hell like, yes. that's why I say to Steve all the time, I'm like, we're organic. Our views are organic where we know these people are coming back for information. You know, and you don't want to just be in that echo chamber of like the same 10 people, but we've been consistently growing. So those people are continuing to listen. We're picking up a little bit of trickle down effect and it's going, but those people are returning for the information. So I'd rather have that than that just one hit episode. But at the same time, you could have that one hit. This could be the episode that sends us both through the roof. And we're like, why the fuck did that just happen? Oh, it's going to, Robbie. It happens all the time, right? Because <laughs> you're the shit and I'm the shit. No, but what I love. I'm pretty fucking awesome. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie either. Bro. <laughs> if, if, if you weren't, if I wasn't looking at you through a screen right now, I'd probably be giving you a back rub while we we're having this conversation because you're pretty fucking awesome. I got a good sensual voice, too. You have a voice for the radio. <laughs> I know. I not the say face. You, have a, you, have, you have a face for the radio, too. Yes, I do. I know that. That's what happens <laughs> when you get punched for a living. He ain't that pretty. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, to, to jump back, I'm, I'm just curious. What do you think about my theory that they gave us a win on Kyle Rittenhouse because we're going to get a loss on Maxwell? <sighs> Or are we going to get a loss on Maxwell? I don't. Is there a Maxwell? So we were talking about this a little bit too. Like, like it. My big thing is, is like nobody holds anybody accountable. We know all these motherfuckers have broken laws. We see this shit happen all the time. We know the DOJ is corrupt. We know the FBI is corrupt. We know the CIA is corrupt. Right? The pedophile ring that just came out. So who's going to hold anybody accountable? So like with the Maxwell thing, it's like who's going to prosecute the prosecutors? Yeah, there's nobody to do that right now. We all know that they're doing unconstitutional things. Who's upholding the Constitution, Garland? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> exactly. The only thing, like I said, was with that Sixth Circuit win, them blocking the mandate with Biden. And all they're going to do is kick it back to the states and then commie states like mine, commie states like yours. They're going to say you got to do the jabs. The free loving states are going to say you don't. And you're going to see max exodus of people moving around the country. Yep. And nobody wants to do that. Like, that's the one thing with me. Like, I would like love to get out of New Jersey. But at the same time, I'm one of those people who are like, fuck you. You ain't kicking me out of my town. I'm going to dig my heels and start swinging. Yeah. You know, so I think with Maxwell. It's tough, man, like, because that's what I'm saying. Like, who's going to prosecute the prosecutors? And they're trying to. But, you know, we were saying last night a little bit, too, was like. 
there's so much overwhelming information in that little black book that just got published not too long ago with like, but we've everybody. all seen that information for, for years now. Like all of us QSO, I don't know. If I know that you know that, but I, I think this is a slow play to wake up. Like, you know how the save the children hashtag was going around for two Do you weeks. Think this and is then- a real, let, let me, let me just change the, the question. Okay. Do you think this is a real fucking trial? Real no, I think it's a show. I think fair, she's already been tried enough. and put somewhere. Fair enough. I think that she think it. I, I don't know. I think it's a good possibility that they're just walking us through it. Like I said, to sugarcoat it for the general public, but she's already been strung up somewhere and called. That's that's fucking horrible to hear, but I almost agree with you. Because you want to see justice. I do. I want to see justice. We I all do. We fucking... want to see everybody perp walk. We want to see a perp walk. We want to I see, want to see hangings. Yeah. From the Washington Monument. Beat them like a pinata. I want to see hangings. Fuck justice. Like justice to me is hang them in the fucking center square. Well, I mean, we don't tar and feather politicians anymore. And it shows. We should. And it shows. Because look how they're running wild, right? Now, <clears throat> I think hangings are too good for some of these people. <laughs> I really do. Because what, it's, do, you, what it, do you think would be better? I mean, the executions are sometimes that's almost too easy because then you let them off the hook. Yeah. Firing so squad, want, boom, one in the head. They didn't feel nothing. They're done. You, you want them to rot in fucking prison? No, not even that. I want them to experience the same horrors they pushed on somebody else for an extended period of time. Then you can Ooh, do what you got to do with them. That would be amazing. Eye right? for an just, eye. Eye for an eye. Have, you torture like, kids, you get tortured. Yeah. Have, Especially have, when it comes to children. I don't know about have, you. I got three kids. Oh, I got I got a daughter, and she's the absolute everything to me. So yeah. I got three boys, so if, I'll if keep anybody, them away from your daughter. If anybody touched my daughter, I swear to God, I will go to prison and be happy about it. With a smile. Yep. With a smile. And that's the whole thing. Like as gross and as sick as this, this is and what's happening now. I I think death is too good for somebody like that. I agree. I think it's the easy way out. So I think you need to put them through the ringer. Like they put psychologically, mentally, like you do certain things to a kid like that fucks them up for the rest of their life. That could be 40, 40, 50 years in a mental prison. Like people don't realize like, it, inside this dome could be the best place in the world or the most horrific planet ever. He, it could he, be a prison cell in your head. A, he's showing his head for people that are listening. Oh, sorry. <laughs> My skull, right? Those, those, those four walls, right? We all know it. We've all been depressed. We've all had rough times in our life. And when you're in that headspace, it could be the most horrible place in the world for you, Right. You need to put somebody there that's put somebody else there. If that's what they've done and they did it off a power trip and a gig, like the mental sometimes worse than the physical because bones heal scars, you know, you know, skin heals, stuff like that. You know, those, those flesh wounds will heal over time, but you know, the mental scars are the ones that you don't see. And those are the ones that do the most damage sometimes. Right. But like, think about somebody like Jeslaine Maxwell, who has just been born with a silver spoon to begin with. You don't know if her father, the Mossad agent, did stuff to her, and that's why she's fucked up like this. Well, you know what is crazy? Because a lot of times it trickles down. 
it's crazy about Robert Maxwell. If we want to go into Robert Maxwell, her dad, mm-hmm. um, I listened to this podcast where this uh, journalist dove deep into that whole family. And uh, there's like phone calls where she would call her dad and her dad would answer and there would be nothing, no words spoken, just meow, 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 meow. Stop what it. The fuck is that? That's their MK Ultra fucking Mossad code. Dude, <laughs> like it's the fucking weirdest thing ever. And people are like, that's just silly. Well, don't you think it's silly that a guy that as intelligent as him and as uh, high up in Israeli intelligence and everything else and a daughter as educated as her, their conversation is meow, 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 meow. Right. It's like their what form the of Morris code. But let's get let's get back to uh, let's punish these people. If she really is in prison a girl that lived the lifestyle that she did. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's almost more of a punishment to make her finish out her days in prison rather than to kill her. So you're right on that. It's an eye for an eye. So you're used to the lap of luxury and you're used to having extravagant things and being able to travel and go wherever you want as a flick of a switch, whether it's by submarine, by helicopter, whichever way she felt like traveling. Right. All right. Uh, so now submarine. you, yeah, exactly. Submarine or helicopter. Right. So, if you lock her in there and then you inflict what she was inflicting to those girls to her, then that's an equal punishment. Take away her travel, take away her money, take away her comfort and put the same mental distress that she put all these little girls under. Absolutely. Uh, all day, all day, all night. And it doesn't mean you got to sit there and, you know, rape her and do everything else. Cause that's just, no, you know, no, no, no. You that doesn't make you, you humane. Don't need all that. Just take no. away, take away your lifestyle because the take away like the that. lifestyle and then do like what they used to do to like the Al Qaeda guys and stuff like that. Just play Metallica, like in Slayer, a thousand decibels and, you know, all day, all night, taper eyes open, you know, shit like that. I mean, I can get down with that, but like that rabbit behind you with the eyeballs, <laughs> You know, oh yeah, that's, <laughs> so, that's the logo for White Rabbit. Yeah, no, I think great. we should play it. "Let's Go Brandon." Honestly, I think on repeat, should, on repeat, dude. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. Fuck Joe Biden. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, I did. I tried to. That's why I tried to get out of this person. So <laughs> <laughs> I did. I fucked Joe Biden four times. Why am I still here? Yeah, him and Hunter at the same time. Great. I took it in the ass and the mouth. What the fuck <sighs> am I doing here? I know you usually get away with ATM. Come on. <laughs> and Hunter's sitting there fucking smoking Parmesan cheese, man. Listen, I think I, I, it's so wild because if any of this shit was happening and any of these guys had Trump in their last name, it would be a totally different story. But at the same time, if you're having faith that the Patriots are in control of certain things, this all has to play out. And, you know, like Donnie T, he, he had to lose. None of us wanted him to, but. By him losing, exposed exposed the th- uh, the election fraud even more. By him losing, it's, it showed the supply chains and everything else. So you, you know, I you mean, you said it had to be this way. It's tough, but so I got a question for you. Do you think it's going to get better in our lifetime? In our lifetime, absolutely. I think it's going to get better within the next one to two years. Okay. Um, we're going to go through some shit in the next year. I think and- so too. And a lot of people are going to give up and a lot of people are going to lose hope. And I hope you guys keep listening to my podcast. And I hope you keep listening to Sergeant Samurai um, because we're going to feed you. We're not quitters. 
there's going to be some shit there like definitely with and it's going to start soon like very soon i'm saying within the next month they're already they're already pushing these variants but the variants aren't enough because people aren't buying this shit so mm-hmm. what's going to happen and and we're already seeing a shortage in in our um I'm going to have to cut this out because that was a long pause. Uh, We're already seeing a shortage in, in our um, uh, food supply and our, all of our supplies. Right. Yeah. They've been talking about this for a long time. So, I mean, I listened to Dave from X 22 for a long time too. And, you know, I listen to it every single day. I love it. Yeah. So I've listened to him. I haven't been listening to him too much because I'm trying to like, you know, sneak your podcast in. There's only so many hours in a day and there's only so much information overload I could take and mind blowing and mind fucking a day. So I'm going to give you a hack, bro. I'm going to give you a hack. When you listen to podcasts, you can choose the speed that you listen to it at. I know like the 1.5ers and the twos. Yes. Yes. So you can get through them a little bit quicker. Um, yeah. And I retain information through audio. Like I can't, I, I'm not a good like reading comprehension. Yeah. So I like, if I listen, I'm like a steel trap. Um, but yeah, I mean like even with that, he's been talking about, you know, you better have at least two weeks to a month worth of food. We've been hearing that for how long since probably before the election. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, it could happen at any minute. So would you rather be prepared? Oh, I'm prepared. Would you Don't rather, worry. Would you rather be caught <laughs> with your dick in your hand? You know what well, I mean? Well, listen, my wife thought I was crazy, and then she started prepping with me, and I'm like, all right, there we go. Thank <laughs> you. She's like, you're out of your mind. I'm like, we need cases of water. Like, listen, I got, I got a family of five. I got four other humans that depend on me to stay uh-huh. alive. So I can have money. I can have stuff. But if there's nothing there, what are we going to do? Exactly. So, you know, we got our stuff. We're, we're all right. You know, we're going to do the best we can. And, you know, we have a good network of people by us. And we're going to do the best we can with what we got. We got no choice. So you mentioned a couple other things that we could touch on tonight. And I mm-hmm. was hoping that we might be able to dive into those because they were new news to me. So why don't you blow my mind real quick? Oh, okay. So what? What? Uh, let's see. The new news. One of the things we were talking about. Cuomo was officially fired. Uh, hallelujah. I know. But this is the crazy part that people. We've been saying this forever. Like you didn't think it was conflict of interest that he was interviewing his brother on sexual scandals and the coronavirus and everything else, right? Like that wasn't red flag number one for most people, but okay. Then they do the in, uh, indefinite suspension, like the same guy who was jerking off on the camera, right? And it was funny oh, because oh when no, they that to- guy still has his job. So, but he got the same the the same suspension originally that Cuomo did. So, and it was funny because when the suspension came out, it was on Anderson Cooper's show, and that guy who was Jeff- Anderson was Jeffrey Cooper, Tobin, you mean, you mean the guy Vanderbilt, you, you Anderson Cooper. Cooper, you mean the little boy that is in those paintings? I know, in the Vanderbilt home. I know, CIA trained. Yep, I'm aware. <laughs> so, but um, I think, what is it, Jeffrey Tobin was the guy's name who was caught whacking off? Yeah. 
Okay, so him and him and Cooper were on the same show, and they're like talking about the suspension, and like they're like trying to be holier than now. And I'm like, dude, you just got caught jerking off like a month ago. Shut up, right? And watch me whack off. Exactly. So, but then today it came out that he was indefinitely or not indefinitely suspended; that he was officially fired because CIN, uh, CIN, <laughs> CNN. <laughs> it is CIN. <laughs> it really is, right? That we got to coin that one, right? CIN. Um, and, and, and if you pronounce it, it's sin, right? So that kind of works, huh? Perfect. See, look at that fucking geniuses. We are. So they had an independent investigation done by a law firm. And when they, they knew that there was some shady business going on, but by the time of the independent investigation by the law firm, they fired him immediately on the spot. Good. So there's obviously more. So that was today. In the, Yep, that was that was uh, sometime today, and then so we it's also, no longer an indefinite suspension; it is an actual official firing. firing. Good, fuck that guy, and it doesn't really matter because fucking CNN is—they're only oh, covering their own. They're only covering their own ass right now. You know what I mean? It's not like it's well, not it's, like the, you're a piece of shit and we have to fire you. Is they're like, oh, you're a liability, we have to fire you. Well, that was like, uh, what's the fat guy? Steve loves him. Uh, Brian Selter. Mr. Potato Head can't stand him. But it's funny when like him and Don Lemon and uh, who was it? Jim Acosta. That It was him and Jim Acosta today. They're like, oh, you know, it was uh, journalistic, you know, integrity issues and blah, blah, blah. No shit. We know your whole station had journalists integrity issues the whole time. And you guys got caught red handed in the biggest stage of the world and nobody's listening to you. And then that new guy who's took over CNN, who bought it or is like the major stakeholder, he wants to go in and clean house and make it real journalism again. I think that the mainstream media or corporate media is dead. And I think we are the new media. Oh, we are definitely the new media. And I love the fact that we're able to go to these events and stuff. You're going with uh, James from mm-hmm. people radio. Uh, what is it in a few days? Um, and yep. you guys have media passes. You, we are absolutely the fucking media. I'm going to be out there in San or not San Antonio, but um, Phoenix, Arizona, and I'm going to have media passes and I am the fucking media. Like this is- <laughs> it's fucking wild, right? Yeah. Like uh, two years ago, I'd never, ever would have thought that I'd be like, you know, sources of, uh, of information for people. And, you know, like, that's the other thing too. It's, it's almost like it, it's humbling, but it's also unnerving because like, Technically, we're not classically trained journalists. So, like, you know, we say wild shit. So not all of it sometimes turns out to be true or whatever. So, like, it's like, do we take on a liability issue with that? Do we do this? Like, I just want everybody to know I do the best I can with what I have. Yeah. And I think I'm never going to I'm never going to honestly try to false lead somebody. We we question everything that we hear. Right. So when we're putting out shit we want people to question what we're putting out. And I know every podcast that I listen to that I respect, whether it's, whether it's steak for breakfast, whether it's you, whether it's uh, uh, we, the people radio is like, don't believe everything that I say, go check this shit out for yourself. You know what I mean? I could be 100% fucking wrong, but I will tell you what I did my fucking homework. Yep. Well, this is the whole thing, too, is like I like people and I'm not bought and paid for by anybody. Exactly. And I think what I like about 
telling people, go ahead, debunk me. We can't have the honest debates anymore, but you might like the spark in one individual that has the power to change something or is better at researching and doing something that will teach you a way to go. You know what I'm saying? And they might show you the proper way to, to, to take that next subject. I love it, brother. Hey man, you came, you crushed. I did my uh, best. You know, dude, you killed it. You killed it. Uh, We had fun. I I would love to have uh, the whole squad on and uh, with my whole squad eventually. (laughs) Let's plan that. Um, Please uh, go and uh, let everybody know where they can find you and uh, what you're doing. All right. So you can find us on YouTube, Sergeant and the Samurai Podcast. You can find us on Rumble. Um, we're on Spotify and we're still not on Apple. They haven't let us on Apple yet. Um, they kicked me off of Apple. Those I know. Man, the podcast, they never even let us on Apple with the Sergeant and Samurai. They like wouldn't do it. I think we're on Google Podcasts and Amazon as well. Um, but yeah, and then you can follow us on IG, um, Sergeant Samurai. And uh, we got the Facebook page and that's about it. I think Steve does a Twitter too. I don't know. I have so much shit with my other businesses. I'm like, I could only have so much social media, bro. I can only have so much. There's only so much time in a day. Right. And if you come at this guy, he will come at you with a samurai sword. So don't fuck with him. No. Thunder and lightning. (laughs) Or my kids, we call them mayhem and war in my house. So I'm like, want mayhem or war? Which one? They're like, mayhem. I'm like, okay, back. War, so either way, yeah, yeah. So they're they're good boys though. They they like to scrap. They all wrestle hey, and kickbox with. This me. was this was totally off the hip, and uh, I I had a a guest that canceled last minute, and this motherfucking samurai decided to jump on, and I appreciate you for that. No, it was and, awesome. It was good. I was glad. I'm glad we got to you know speak on. Well, we got to speak on. I know we jump around a little bit, but there was a lot of we covered a lot of topics in this time. Hey, bro, this is white rabbit. I dive down every rabbit hole I can. I mean, love it. That's what this is. I'm not just strictly political. I'm strictly question everything. Me, too. That's why I think it gelled very well. (laughs) So, brother, I would love to have you back on. And uh, everybody that's listening, keep digging down those rabbit holes. Absolutely. Crazy baby, chill. Don't medicate, just meditate. You waking up now, well, baby, you hella late. Educate, look at what's going on, let it resonate, accelerate. Find your inner hunger like you never ate. Agenda is to push the hate, separate and segregate. Don't celebrate quite yet, the storm is coming. Cue for heaven's sake. Violence that they demonstrate, instigate and penetrate. The values of our country and our God is what they desecrate. My fighters ain't no featherweight. Pulling out the seams of the fabric that they fabricate. They feed us lies, manipulate. Intimidate through fear and force, forcing us to sit and wait Till we come together, congregate, and then we liberate Praying that you give me strength to find some love amongst the hate Marching on these streets of blood, till I see the golden gates Troubadour and troubled souls, one of God's servants Blades out, cut the grass, till we see the serpents One day, I hope you see the truth This puppet show stays on because of you
suggested Suspected something's going on But chose to just neglect it Deflected by some breaking news Oh, we just accepted Expected just to fall in line And follow their perspective Don't question their objective But I got a lot of questions How these kids molested But nobody's been arrested Credit in the testament These children are protected So I'm fighting all these terrorists Both foreign and domestic Refuse to be directed Lying, not a sheep Only kneel to my God So I'm dying on my feet uh, Silence when we speak But there's violence in the street I've been rolling with the punches I can't take it on the cheek uh, Drink from a glass half full I'm optimistic People are sadistic So vicious and malicious Praying for assistance To overcome my position Or I'm gonna start resisting And then I'll pray for forgiveness Because of you